Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I'm super glad that you're here with us today because I am here with my most amazing guest, Janiel. Jen, how you doing? Awesome. Thanks. Nice. Jan is, I am super glad to have you here today because I know you that you're really busy and you got a bunch of stuff on the go, which is super cool, which is why I wanted to have you on the show. So first of all, give us the 5,000 foot view, who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So I'm a previous marketing agency owner, transitioned to uh, group coaching and very specialized services. So what do we do? We actually help businesses find leads and traffic online. Uh, using content that you have already created through a repurposing system. And we take advantage of some super cheap paid ads and Google juice. That's basically what we do. <laughs> Ooh, Google juice. Yay. We get to find out some fun stuff today. Yes. So what kind of special projects are you working on right now? The I know you got something. Like this. Oh, I do. It's been really exciting. So I actually created a course several years ago, outlining our process. Um, and it's been through several different iterations and names and all of that. Uh, but we are in version three and that course is just getting ready to relaunch. So it's actually a, a guided program, like a done with you program. So we're relaunching that here right quick. Yay, so excited. Because <laughs> if any of you know me, you know that I am all about, okay, can we make this any easier? Can we make this any easier? There's got to be an easier way to do this. <laughs> way too hard. If I think things are way too hard in your business, they probably are. So Jen comes sweeping in and goes, hey, you got all this stuff. Let's go use it. So like before we get into all of that fun stuff, tell us, you know, how did you get into all of this in the first place? What made you decide to pursue this avenue? Such a great question. Well, kind of twofold. One, as an agency owner, which you can totally relate because now you're you guys have mastered the art of doing all those things. Um, I got tired of building other people's dreams and I decided that I wanted to build my own. There's nothing wrong with either way, but like I did it for 12 years and I was like, okay, I'm good. Right. Um, so we're the way I decided to niche down is I looked at all of the customers that we had worked with in the past. And I said, those that were really, really successful, what are the things that they were doing that made them stand apart from those that were not as successful as they were hoping to be? And what I found is it really came down to consistent, branded, published content that engages, right? Because that's where you're going to find people and that's how you bring them to you. So that's, that's where it all started. And then I have a bunch of really nerdy friends who are bloggers and uh, YouTube um, and Facebook ad creators. And so I just kind of picked their brains forever and said, how do I figure out a system that marries all of these things together? So that's where we're at. <laughs> Cool. So who would you say right now you serve and support? Who would be your ideal client? Ideal clients are um, experienced businesses. We typically work with service providers or um, those that are creating like a digital product. And so experienced meaning you have an offer that you know already converts and you're at that place where you're trying to scale, but... <laughs> We as entrepreneurs, it's so bad with digital marketers, right? Because we're like, oh, I have this new thing. So we build a <laughs> funnel and then we go and like 
run Facebook ads, right? And we're trying to do that and kind of forget that it connects to the rest of our business or that there's a whole flow that we want to put people through, right? So um, people that are there and that have already created content, podcast guests, Facebook lives, webinars, stage presentations, whatever you've done, like you already have content that resonates with people. We just want to take that and reuse it. Nice. So how would you take something that, you know, I'm assuming you're going for something that's not particularly dated or something that's not particularly um, specific to a, an event of some sort. So what are the kind of mm -hmm. things might somebody have that's not date specific? Well, and honestly, um, even if it is date specific, we can still work with it because the core of what you're talking, like you're not going to just reuse the whole thing in its entirety. We're going to take that and use it as a guideline, as a base to create repurposed content. So as long as you're still talking about something that is in relation to a product or program that you're currently selling, then we can still make it work. <laughs> nice. So would that be something like if somebody does a summit and they have a whole bunch of interviews or would it just be their interview that you would use? I would. Well, the caveat would probably be, does that stuff, can you relate it back to um, your business or service? So I, I can go down a little bit of a rabbit hole here. I don't want to go too far, but okay. I love rabbit holes. Away. <laughs> so um, as an example, so like we, I, I started our podcast just as an example or an experiment in how to repurpose content. So I didn't really start my podcast for a podcast, but our solo episodes. So um, if you've done a summit and it's your own speech or something like that versus guest episodes. So as a summit, those that you would be interviewing or borrowing other people's expertise. And so there's kind of some ways that you can really um, work both of those things. So for your own content, you're clearly going to be talking about your business or your products or service or something like related to that core. So that's still going to be completely relevant. Mm -hmm. um, for those that are um, working on working with uh, interviews or you know your summit interviews and, and podcast interviews and stuff, um, what we what we here's I use a little formula. So I go in and I. I say, okay, now what are they talking about? Because their business could be completely different, but what is it that they're actually talking about? And break that down into a process or a system or something and see like, does that bridge across to my business? Which if it was a summit, it should have some corollary. <laughs> we should have something to do I with hope you. So. <laughs> Otherwise you strategically have not planned out your summit yes, properly. Exactly. That's the case, come talk to us. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you can, you can kind of find where that similar content is. And then what mm -hmm. I love is, um, the way that you can take that and make it yours, not that not, okay. Let me be very clear here, not to steal anybody's content, but to really 100% bring people across the bridge to your information. What I really like to do is, um, I call it a bridge story. So I take somebody else's information, I break that down and I look at what is the core thing that they're talking about, like, and break it all the way down to an emotion. So what is it like, did I feel some sort of a breakthrough when we were inter interviewing or what's the thing that really stood out to me or how did that impact me and break it down into that emotion. And 
you just keep asking, well, like, why is that important? Why is that important? Why is it important? Until you get to a place where you're like, oh man, because like, because I want to be a better person because I, because I'm afraid of failing because I have pride in this thing or something, you know, you find that emotion. And then you tell a story about another time in your life when you felt that same emotion. So you lead with your story and then you say, you know what? And that's exactly how I felt when I was interviewing my most amazing guest, Michelle, and she was on our podcast and she talked about all these things. You bring it through and talk about how that impacted your business. So all of a sudden it's completely relatable and people go on the journey with you because they're relating it to their own business in their head. Does that make sense? Of course, absolutely. Because, you know, it's all about me. <laughs> so when we're listening to that podcast, you know, everybody's going like, how does this relate to me? Like, how is this pertinent to me? What's going on for me? Mm-hmm. Totally love that. So if somebody doesn't have a lot of content, they, they've always, um, I don't know, they just word of mouth or whatever and haven't got, aren't at the place yet. Like they may have a solid business and they may have an offer that converts. They mm-hmm. just haven't done it through like video or PDFs and things like that. Would you still be yep. able to work with somebody like that? Um, we totally can, but you have to be ready to, you have to be willing and able to be able to create some content because that's really the base of what we come from. And, and I do even have some, some programs where um, I help people come up with like, here's how you can create a baseline SEO search. So you know what keyword, what topics you want to be trying to target to talk about make sure that they're relevant, looking at competition, those kinds of things. So you can come up with a list of like your top 10. I mean, seriously, if you had 10 to 12 topics, you can repurpose that into a year's worth of social content. Well, and part of my brain just went to, hey, it might actually be better if you didn't have any content because then you can actually intentionally make it, Mm -hmm. no, make it sound and make it actually pertinent to what it is that you're trying to promote and and all of that kind of fun stuff. And that you can actually use a formula as opposed to, hey, here's me babbling for an hour and a half about nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so either end in the spectrum is okay. But who would you say, give us an example of a Cinderella story that you've had as a client? Oh, wow. Um, okay, so we actually had a, um, a tax accountant. Well, you know what? No, I'm going to talk about our chiropractor. Um, so we actually had a chiropractor who... She, she was a perfect example because she didn't really have any previous content. So we gave her a few things to talk about and she was completely willing and able to go uh, record some videos and she recorded some really fun, like she's a fun personality. So she actually did some like filters and boomerang videos also that we totally incorporated. And because of that, because she was really willing to share her personality, people resonated and we shared her content and ran and did our Google juice and combining it with ads. And we got her so many leads consistently. This has been probably about nine months that we've been running stuff for her now. Um, that after like three months, she actually opened a complete additional location because she had so many people coming in from everything we were doing. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Wow. Yay. That's fun. Love that. So what are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having right now that thinking, oh my God, Jen, I need you so badly. (laughs) Uh, That's a great question. Um, Honestly, like it, 
everybody here has heard of content repurposing and like, oh, the idea of taking something I've done and reuse that mm -hmm. so that I can be omnipresent, so I can be everywhere, right? It sounds amazing. As soon as you try to start doing it, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, but nobody's doing it. Because as soon as you do it, you do it terribly. And you're like, oh my God, that was such a bad idea. So true. So, so true. I mean, there's honestly, I guess. That was just my example. Sorry. Oh, it's no, I did the same thing. Like, listen, when I decided I wanted to do this, I, I tried and failed three times before I finally got it because I had my whole team involved. We're trying to create the process. And if you think about it, like one core content we can repurpose that into an SEO optimized article and like 30 content posts. Okay. Wow. We have 30 content posts that are then going to go to Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and Pinterest and whatever else you're doing. So each of the formats on those things has to change a little bit. You're changing kind of some of the way you're doing the wording and you have all these different assets and it becomes a giant cluster you know what in a sugar short amount of time <laughs> in a sugar short period of time <laughs> short period yes um and, and i'll say the other thing that i i kind of like i don't know stumbling block mistakes eh. but the other thing that people that really do is um take past stuff that you've done i mean like oh i really like this this is why it works best if you're able to test the content out right I really like this. You think it's amazing. If it didn't resonate or it didn't land, it didn't engage the first time, it's probably not gonna. <laughs> you just repurpose it. So instead, you're just taking a whole bunch of really bad content and you're like, here, let me multiply that, right? Which makes your brand, it's much worse. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, so I know I'm, I have been, uh, kind of controversial in the whole online world because I'm like, okay, do not waste your time putting out a post Monday, Wednesday, Friday for the sake of quote unquote engaging in your audience when you're not actually engaging, you're just putting up cat playing piano videos and that, oh, that's a bane of my existence, but <laughs> I can open it up to you and you tell me what you think of that whole concept. Oh, well, um, okay. So yeah, this is, there's so many thought <laughs> on this, right? Um, so first of all, if you're talking about like your personal profile, mm. personal profiles should still remain personal. I do not go posting a bunch of crap out there. I have seen so many people lose their channels and get completely shut down because you're promoting business, right? So your personal channels, especially on Facebook, or a fantastic place to really get that exposure because Facebook likes the personal profiles for more for organic stuff than business. So what I do, the, I, where I talked about the bridge story, mm -hmm. share the bridge story, just the bridge story. And then, hey, if you wanna know more about this, go check out my group or my page or my blog or wherever you're gonna send them. But keep that part personal because people will still engage that way. Oh, absolutely. Um, and don't overdo it. I mean, seriously, one a week is totally fine. Like not everybody's going to see it and that's okay. <laughs> but, but, um, on your business pages and groups and wherever else you're posting, um, 
it still doesn't have to be now like if you're if you're a really large business or like a super big blogger or whatever like one of my blogging friends she posts probably between 150 and 200 times a day on their Facebook page right but that's where the large amount of stuff comes from for her for most of us that's like yeah no (laughs) (laughs) that's not gonna happen there's no way that's gonna happen and so if you look at it like really you're just you're going for consistency. It's more of a brand awareness so that when people do see you engaging on other things or talking on another podcast or doing other things and they go to look you up, then they see, oh, all of this is consistent. Oh, all of, like this person actually knows what they're doing. It's all put together. I can easily see where I need to go. So it's more about kind of establishing that consistent branding um, and catching people's attention. The only other thing that really makes a difference is video. So video will get people's attention. Um, And as long as you're repurposing good content and you put video out there, the benefits are you can use the people that are watching your videos to create another audience. And that is essentially another list, which helps you to build your, your, email list, right? But you, I mean, you have like very targeted people who are like, oh yeah, I'm going to tune into this. So that's where it becomes advantageous, but don't expect that you just start posting on social and all of a sudden, like you're going to be selling all of your programs out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so many ways we could go in so many directions because I love talking (laughs) about this stuff with you, but um, how do you think this would directly help somebody scale the business, whether it's it's the strategies, the systems, sports, state of mind, all of the above. (laughs) All of it. Yeah. yeah, The the way that I really came at this um, super nerd, like put my nerd hat on because I looked at this and I'm like, Okay, the biggest problem that we have as marketers is traffic and leads, right? Now, if you look at, I mean, most of us, like I mentioned in the beginning, we come up with a new program and we have whatever, and we're like, we're going to go do Facebook ads and we're going to drive, we're going to send to our existing list. We're going to do Facebook ads. It's generally what happens. People, (laughs) people are smart. People are, have become very informed shoppers. So we know that if we click on somebody's ad, we're going to be stuck in their funnel or their system or whatever. And they're going to follow up with us until we're like, I don't want your stuff, like go away or I'm giving you my spam email, right? We're going to go backdoor research them. And in backdoor researching, like the last time that you looked something up on Google, when is the last time that you saw somebody's sales funnel come up in a Google search? It doesn't happen <laughs> because Google wants to give people good information. Okay. And that's what they're all about. And who else, who else is doing that? Well, bloggers. And bloggers have mastered traffic. So where we're excited as digital marketers to get a lead to our website, like just a click through, right? A 1% click through from all that money that we're spending, 1% click through, and we're spending generally anywhere from $1 to $15 just for a click through. Most bloggers get a visitor to their site for less than a penny. So when you start looking at moving those decimal places like that, (laughs) all of a sudden 
there's a lot of stuff that can happen, right? So I looked at, I'm like, how can I take advantage of what bloggers are doing and the natural Google juice, like what's happening out there without trying to tell marketers that they need to create a blog because it's like a four letter word for most <laughs> marketers. Like, I just want to sell, right? <laughs> so that's how I came up with this system is using outsourcing and, and targeted research and stuff, but also the content you've already created. So that's what we do is we kind of wrap it all in together. Um, do some additional research. Here's this as a baseline, give it to a writer. We'll have them go create something that's going to show up when people go back to our research you. Because as soon as Google gives you, like you go, oh, who is this person? Who's this Jen now? What is this content activation? What is this, what is this thing that she's doing, right? They go and look it up, then you find it, then all of a sudden you have instant authority because Google's like, oh yeah, here's this person, right? Here's their info. That was a really long-winded answer, sorry. That was a great answer. And it makes me super excited to, to do your program because I am so looking forward to it. Because for those of you who know, who've gone to the website, our podcast is pretty much the only new content we have on there. It's like, yay, you know what we do. I've talked to you before. That's kind of how I've looked at my website. It's like the cobbler's children running around with no shoes on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> or poor little website is running around with no clothes on pretty much. It's just like, yeah. Oh yeah, that's my naked child. Don't worry about that one. So <laughs> Jenna's going to help me with that and we will have it all spiffied up for you at some point. But if you want to get a hold of Jen, how did they go about doing that? Well, the best place to go is uh, our main authority site, which is the virtualgen.com. Um, that has links to everything we're doing, all of our programs, podcasts, um, how to get in touch with me, all that stuff. Um, and then if you want information about our program, then you can go to uh, organicleadsmachine.com. And that one has um, information about our, our program that we're going to be relaunching here on the 29th of July. 2021. So assuming, of course, that this is well beyond that and people are listening to it, we hope we have some longevity there. Um, go to the show notes at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog, and we'll have all that information there for you. Or you can always go just scroll down on the podcast that you're listening to right now and check the show notes there. We will have all that information there. And as we get updates, we will update that information. So it'll all be current for you no matter when you're listening to this. So don't go crazy driving in your car trying to write stuff down. Just go to awarenessstrategies.com and we'll have it there for you. Awesome. So let me ask you, I got to find out at what point in your life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become a successful entrepreneur? Oh, such a great question. Um, honestly, I, I was late. I was a late bloomer. Uh, I worked in corporate fresh out of high school in marketing. I was I started off in graphic design and then I, I was like, doing all the project management and then I built websites. And so I learned how to do social media marketing and SEO, all that stuff when it was first coming out. And I worked in corporate for like mm, about 17 years. Um, and then I got to the, I, I got to an option there where the company I was working for got bought out and it was like, well, we can downgrade you to this job. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Um, and I thought, huh, that's unique. Like I actually know how to do all of these things maybe there's other people I could help. And you would think that that was the place where it would have bit for me, but really all I did was create myself a job, right? For, for many years. And then as my agency started growing and I really had to figure out how to run a business, 
uh, then I was like, oh, there's this whole entrepreneur thing. And then, and then I started learning more and I'm like, oh yeah, I was born this crazy. I just never embraced it. <laughs> so it's been, nobody told me I could use this for good, not evil. <laughs> yes. I would say probably about eight years ago for me right now. So that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That was fun. Okay. So any last words for our peeps and what we got going on here? Awesome. You know what I will say, you know, you guys, you can go check out Michelle's site and, and see all this, this in practice. She's going to be kicking it up, but, um, just remember when you're starting on this scaling journey, I don't care if you're talking about coming from content or coming from setting up systems or whatever, but keep it simple. You don't have to do it all at once. Baby bite-sized pieces. It's the only way you're going to not get overwhelmed. <laughs> awesome. We love baby bite-sized pieces. Nice. Awesome. Okay, peeps, go check out the show notes. Go see the virtual gem because she is amazing. This is Michelle Nedlick. Thank you for being with us here today. If you know anyone who would make a great guest for the show, or if you have a question or topic you'd like me to discuss, reach out to me at michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to our show. I am all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support they need to make it in business. As such, I have Taking Your Business Digital Q&A every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Mountain. To register for that, go to awarenessstrategies.com slash digital. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L. I look forward to meeting you and actually finding out how you are. So see you on the flip side.